0: guys, welcome to Black Us Thoughts, the podcast. This is episode 51. So on today's episode, I'm going to be looking at and discussing the polarizing effect of social media algorithms, specifically how it seems like nowadays, social media outlets tend to create this hostility between people who are of opposing views. And it is my belief that This hostility is caused by the way the algorithms which are used to to run these social media sites work. So, on this episode, I'm going to be giving an idea of how exactly these algorithms are contributing to this hostility, which makes it so difficult to have any kind of constructive conversation on social media channels. So, today, unlike with other episodes, I'm not going to be doing any shameless self promotion. But what I'm going to be asking you guys to do is to please lend a hand to um, protesters in Nigeria um, who are really um, trying to get the government to end the program, which is really contributing a lot to cases of police brutality, etc, etc. And now the protests have been going on for a while now. And over the weekend, you know, it it got really bad to a point where some of the protesters were actually shot by live bullets. So, you know, it's a really concerning situation out there in Nigeria. So please, if you're on Twitter and you see the hashtag and SARS, please retweet. It can go a long way in uh, raising awareness to what those protesters are trying to achieve. So please by all means, let's show love and support to our African brothers as they uh, try to get the government to act right. And SARS, whenever you see that, please retweet. It will go a long way. It can go a really long way. Now let's jump into today's episode. You know, I consider myself as what one would call a political centrist. I do not have any political affiliations. I'm not on the left, I'm not on the right, I just, I'm a common sense, if there's anything like that, I believe there's no such thing as a common sense, but yes, I'm a centrist, and even if I'm a centrist, there's no denying the fact that it is next to impossible to have any sort of constructive political discourse on social media platforms, like, twitter and facebook right it is common and actually a given to find the left leaning and the right leaning groups at each other's throes even on topics which one would expect at least some sort of commonality between the two sides right it is like even in situations where you expect some form of agreement between the two political divides they always find a way to become completely polarized i have written a lot on my blog site some black guy thoughts to come and spoken a lot on this podcast about the filter bubble and to give a generic overview of what the filter bubble is It is a state of intellectual isolation which is incurred by social media users because of the way by which algorithms which are used to manage these social media sites work, right? So what the filter bubble does is that it creates an us versus them mentality between the two polarized groups, which then intensifies the hostility between the groups. Now, the filter bubble is efficient in creating this intellectual isolation because humans are social creatures, right, by nature and by design. We also naturally possess a vice referred to as the confirmation bias, which basically means that as a person, you are more inclined to be favorable and welcoming to opinions and perspectives which are in line with those you already hold and tend to be hostile to anything else, right? So social media algorithms alleviate our confirmation bias by making us relate to only people who hold the same beliefs as our own. How does this happen? This happens by the algorithms suggesting for you to follow people and topics which are in line with what you already believe in or like. And this consequently make you hostile to anything else. I think you have seen on Twitter, if you're a Twitter user, that Twitter is only suggesting for you to follow a particular page or a particular topic, etc., etc. So... These filter bubbles created by the algorithms also alleviate what is referred to as groupthink, which is defined as a psychological phenomenon that occurs within a group of people in which the desire for harmony or conformity in the group results in an irrational or dysfunctional decision-making outcome. In simple terms, right, right? Groupthink means that people will put aside their own personal opinion in order to follow those upheld by the collective group. Now, if you apply this to the context of social media, it means that users who are in a filter bubble will always want to conform to the views of the collective bubble, even if they might have a differing opinion personally, right? For example, in discussions on politics, it might mean that Even when a riotist agrees with a leftist view, they will ignore that and instead act on the impulses of the group, which is to always disagree with any and every leftist sentiment, right? The opposite will also hold whereby a leftist might not necessarily be offended by something, but because the collective bubble they're in is offended, they too also come out as offended in order to fit into the group. Now, in my opinion, the only way social media users can ensure that they do not fall victim to the polarizing effect of social media algorithms is by them being as open-minded as possible, right? We should learn to follow and interact with topics and people whose views are different from our own. Being attentive to differing opinions does not mean that you have to adopt them, but it does give you more knowledge about other people's perspectives and it creates a rather healthy environment whereby you are able to argue a case, you know, without being controlled by your biases or the biases that are held by your bubble. You know the constant squabbling between opposing political views is just one example of the polarizing effect of social media algorithms. Social media companies however do not care much about educating their users about this polarizing effect of their algorithms because the more people are hostile to each other the more people are always at each other's throats on twitter or on facebook or wherever the more activity there is on the sites and the more money they make in the process right so the responsibility falls on the users to break the cycle by understanding that they cannot develop empathy by always looking at issues from one perspective or view and then ensuring that they create some sort of diversity in the kind of content that they consume on social media platforms. Bait content on sports, on current affairs, on politics, etc, etc. Be diverse in what you consume so that you can have an idea of how other people are thinking. If you have an idea, you're not going to be hostile to someone just because they have a different view from what you hold. So that was it for this week's episode where I was discussing the polarizing effect of social media algorithms. As always, I really appreciate you guys tuning on to the episode and I would love to hear your opinions on what you think on whether, you know, if you have noticed that the algorithms on these social media channels create polarity or what. So hit me up on my Twitter at that N-I-W-G-A and we can continue the conversation on there. You can also check out my blog site someblackyethoughts.com to learn more about the filter bubble. As I stated on the podcast, I've done numerous blog posts about it. So just go to someblackyethoughts.com and just go and search uh, filter bubble. Also, you can check out my Patreon at patreon.com thoughts and consider becoming a patron to my blogging and podcasting work. Plans start from as little as $5 a month. So yeah, go over to patreon.com forward slash some like I thoughts and show love. Before I close off the episode again, please show support to our Nigerian brothers and sisters who are really fighting hard to end police brutality. So please, whichever social media channel you spend your most time on, be it Twitter, be it Facebook, please retweet and spread awareness. You know about what those guys over there are trying to achieve because I believe that a fight to end police brutality really is a fight that we, as the youth of the continent—be it in uh, West Africa, be it in Southern Africa, be it in Eastern Africa—it is a fight that we can all really benefit a lot from so please show love and sauce and um uh, another thing uh COVID-19 is still a thing unfortunately so please let's continue taking care of ourselves whenever you stepping out please wear a mask ensure that you sanitize your hands and the surfaces that you touch and just don't go out unless you really have to absolutely go out that's the best way so again i appreciate you guys tuning into the episode until the next one you guys have yourselves a great day